everybody. Welcome to another episode of Who Invited Her. We are San Diego's LGBTQ pop culture podcast. I am your host, Tony. And you guys, this week, the gang is off. They have the weekend off. So it's just me and producer Robbie's here. Say hi, Rob. Turn on your mic. Hey, everybody. I'm here, too. (laughs) And you guys, I'm very excited about this episode. He was in our very first season, and it's been a while. That's right. But today, we're going to catch up with Mr. Malone. You probably know him from his podcast. It's a gay, 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 gay podcast Mm -hmm. and co-host of Straight Talk with Ross Matthews. It's Mr. Malone. Hi, Mr. Malone. Tony, hello, and I'm so happy to be back. I kind of feel like Dolly's back. Dolly's back. Hello. And I love that it's Dolly. I love that it's just you and I. I mean, I really yeah. would love to meet the gang sometime. I know, right? But yeah, it's like we have our own little no, thing. No, they're they're intimate. worthless. No, 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. How terrible to throw them under the bus. Oh, I'll throw them and drive the bus. Then they know that. <laughs> I well, I'm so happy to see you, and I'm so Happy to be doing this today. Ah, me too. I'm so happy to have you back and catch up with you of yes. what's been going on. There's been a lot. Um, first, I wanted to tell you that um, in our household, Robbie and I, um, on a daily basis, have fagiasms that we say all <laughs> The time, which tickles me fancy every time Rob throws it. And for you people who are listening, a lot of these come from Fagsy's podcast. It's a gay, gay, gay podcast. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Go ahead, Fagsy. I like that you said, did you say faggyisms or Fagsyisms? Fagsyisms. Okay, there you go. Oh, my God. I'm so honored. And thank you for listening to (laughs) It's a Gay, 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 Gay podcast. So Robbie and I will be in arguments sometimes, and then he'll turn to me at at any given moment and goes, it's too much, too much. (laughs) And I would just die laughing or he'll yes. wake up in the morning and step out we we, we, we go to the balcony and be like hello creatures of the world <laughs> <laughs> creatures of the world blue sky blue butterflies sky. or the other oh one here that we always do is it's what is it murder yeah. oh it's my god well, i hope i don't outside. get murdered yes. or um <laughs> what's the other one you do rob the um oh god it just left me my rickety crickety gay body. Oh yes, because instead of uh, Judy from the other room, I hear him go, Tony. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Well, let me try it because I used to say, uh, a Judy. Yep, but now I go like, a Tony. <laughs> and I always have to do this with my finger, a Tony. Yeah. Yep. I'll hear that from the other room, and I'll just start busting up. I don't know why it just cracks me up whenever whenever we do that. <laughs> well, I love that you listen, yeah, and I love that you have fagsisms. We do. I, that makes me <laughs> really do. happy. And now none of our like my other friends are like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" I'm like, and Rob gets it because we both listen like religiously, <laughs> <laughs> so it'll make us laugh, and then everybody's like, "These idiots." <laughs> <laughs> But you know, we've talked about this before. And when yeah. that comes over, there's parts in that podcast where I don't know who I'm channeling, what yeah. comes over me, but my voice changes with those. And, you know, we've talked about this as far as being it being like an old screen star. Like, yes, I think that's, that's what really I, who I am. It's so freaking hot for our audience in our place. <laughs> I am like sweating like a whore. It is so bad. Not a whore in church, just a regular whore. 
But oh my gosh, <laughs> don't you have a little fan on you? We usually run the AC, but the audio picks it up, and so like once we start the show, I just turn it off and suffer. For all of you fans, I just suffer. I understand. Sweat. <laughs> yeah. So, Vagsy, how yeah. has quarantine treated you? Like, how are you handling this lockdown? Because I know everybody's handling it different. So how are you getting through it? Tony, I love this question because I am thriving in lockdown. I am loving it. I'm living my best life. Yeah. And I know that's not the norm. And I have a lot of compassion for people that are not working and not getting paid. Um, I think about them every day. My neighbors here that aren't working. So I understand that. But I'm just so grateful that I'm working, I'm doing podcasts, um, I'm able to be with my dog all day. And, you know, I'm being an older gentleman, <laughs> I'm turning 75 next week. I'm kidding. You look amazing. Amazing. Thank you. Not a day over 40. <laughs> well, we were talking about this before. I, I tell people right. that I'm older now, so they say, oh, you look so good for that age. Um, but uh, now what was I saying? See how old about, I am? <laughs> about quarantine. Being, yes. it's, you've been thriving with the quarantine oh, and the lockdown. Thriving. Thriving. And I'm doing a lot of my readings. You know, yes. I'm doing my automatic pen readings. And so that's going really well. But, oh, I, I know what I was saying. Because I'm older, I think, too. Like, I feel like, been there, done it. I was yeah. isolating before isolation. I was quarantining before quarantine. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So it's not like my life has changed much. Yeah, and I think I'm surprised with me. I thought I was going to hate it, but I've been totally fine. The really? only thing is I half the time I want to kill Rob, but it's fine. <laughs> I, I tell our friends, by the end of this, only one's going to survive. It's going to be like Battle Royale at some point. Yeah. But yeah. for me, I'm fine with it. The only thing I miss is like the social aspect of being right. with their friends, especially for our show. It's a very community show, very San Diego. So I miss seeing like our friends out in the community every weekend, right. the drag shows. But besides that, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm yeah, we're the same. I miss getting a massage, being able to get a massage. Yeah. And I do, I don't like wearing the mask so much, though I do feel there's a sexiness to that. Like yeah. who's under the mask? It's kind of <laughs> sexy. You know <laughs> what I mean? Voyeur, what is it? Yeah. Yeah, and I just want to say uh, also about quarantine. I'm an I'm an introvert disguised as an extrovert. Okay. So I'm very singular. I like to be by myself, but it appears that I want attention, and I I love people. I love that. I love putting myself out there, but I also love being home and being alone. So yeah, yeah, because people can be exhausting. <laughs> Thank you. But you get it because you, you're do. fine with being home. <laughs> I am. I am. <laughs> I miss seeing my family and my niece and nephew or my niece and nephew and my sister and stuff. But yeah. we'll social distance each other. Um, but those are the main things. But everything else, I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. Good. I'm That's happy. great. <laughs> I'm happy to hear that. That's yeah. nice. So how uh, this is the other question. Um, it's a gay, gay, gay podcast to, as is kind of on hiatus. It's been a, a bit since you've released a new episode, right? Well, on Apple uh, podcast. Yes. 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 I moved it all over to Patreon. Oh, okay. Okay. Because yes. I was wondering like, okay, I know it's over there, but when did that happen? And for people who follow you on or still follow the podcast on Spotify and Apple. So now they can get all of the new episodes on the Patreon. And where do they find it on Patreon? Thanks, Tony. Patreon.com slash Mr. Malone. But I, I want to be honest. 
with you about the podcast. You know, after the fire that happened, you know, my home burned yeah. down in 2018, November in the Malibu fires, mm-hmm. completely I lost everything. Um, I feel like the show has, has been struggling to find its place again because mm-hmm. a lot of my podcast was about my neighbors. Yeah. It was about my neighbors and my interaction with them in Malibu and that whole, my whole life out there. So mm-hmm. when that burned, went up in flames, I didn't, you know, and it's kind of like, okay, yeah. I mean, you still have me, but the characters are all gone. You yeah, know, it's like we having to recast the show. And as a listener, mm-hmm. you, you get attached to to your neighbors, not just you, but that all of the neighbors. That surprises me. Yeah. yeah. That still surprises me that people, I still get messages like, how's Judy? Mm-hmm. You know, how's Lorne? And they ask about my neighbors out there. And I, I, I had no clue that it, people were yeah. connecting to them, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it's weird being a podcaster. You forget that it's, doesn't just stay in your little room where you do the show or the studio where you do the show. It's like all over the place. Everybody hears you and remembers. That's the thing. People remember. I know. But you know this by podcasting. It's like, you know, you do the podcast. You're in your own little bubble, like you said. Like, and you don't know where it's going, who's listening, yeah. who's being impacted, who's, get, you know what I mean? You don't know any of it. You just put it out there and wherever it lands. It's just a fascinating thing. I'm always surprised when people like, will do fagsyisms. Like, Oh, you know that? Like, <laughs> I don't, you know, it's always so surprising to me. Yeah. I bet. I mean, and you're such a character that it's, it's hard not to like become obsessed with the sayings and the voices and all of that. <laughs> or maybe it's just me. I don't know. <laughs> I'm starting to incorporate them into straight talk. Did you notice Good. that? Yes, I have. You have like, yes. like my God. <laughs> and like riveting, like, like little things yeah. I'm adding in there yeah. now. How is doing straight talk now that you guys are all virtual doing it zoom like us? You know, it's 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 working. It's good. We got the sound down. You know what I mean? Because you got to work with the yeah. sound on Zoom, and um, it it works and it's great. But I I do miss being in person with everyone. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I miss hugging Nikki and CJ and interacting in the moment live in person. I do miss that because as we were talking about the Zoom thing, there is a delay, and like if I jump in, all of a sudden somebody's audio is cutting out. So. Yeah. I prefer I, I I miss in person, but we're doing we're doing it and we're making it work. Yeah, I we're we're kind of in the same. We miss doing it in person, except for Bashy. He's he loves being by himself. My other co-host, he <laughs> he's like, I don't need to talk to people. I don't need to see anybody. Give me yeah. a bottle of booze and I'm good to go. So he's enjoying <laughs> doing everything through Zoom. I get I'm it. like, yeah. no. Everybody else is like, no. We need we need to be all be in the same room. Especially <laughs> Miss Miriam T. She's used to having an audience as a drag queen. So yeah. she's like, I I just need people to perform in front of. Let's be in the right. same room. Yeah. But it does. It it changes the. The dynamic, for sure, when you're not face-to-face mm-hmm. face to people. And I'm such a fan of straight talk, as everybody knows, because we talk about it a lot on this show. Um, <laughs> but, like, you and Nikki, especially Nikki Boyer, you who was on our show, if you guys haven't listened to the Dying for Sex episode, go back and check it out. She was absolutely phenomenal on that show. Love her to death. But yeah. you guys, while well, you've been on her show, um, Daily Smile, which mm-hmm. I love the concept of this show. It is such a feel-good show. Isn't it wonderful? It is 
exactly what we need right now in this quarantine and with all the shit happening. Yeah. It is so great. And you're um, becoming part of that show because you were just on one of the newer episodes. Tony, I know. They're incorporating me more into episodes, you know, as this Mr. Malone comes in and yeah. with his, like, opinion and how he sees things. But, like, I that you're right. That Her podcast, you know, The Daily Smile, is much needed now. And Nikki is so – she's such a pro. And yeah. she's so good. And, and kind. She, and you kind. Can, you can read that over, over the headphones, like, just hearing her. It's so genuine and kind. Yeah. And you just – feels so good afterwards. I know. And Nikki's incredible. And you yeah. know, if, did you ever meet her in person? Yeah, we uh, we had talked about this on the show. We met Nikki years ago and I it was at Two Cans in Palm Springs at one of your guys's live show. <laughs> oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. Tommy, her boyfriend who I'm a big fan of his music, <gasps> was standing next to me at the bar and I uh-huh. turned over to Rob and I'm like, that's Tommy Fields. That's how he feels. And he started fangirling because one of his videos for his song is on one of my playlists for YouTube that I clean the house to. So oh, he would I pop up every Saturday morning. Oh my gosh. Clean. That's so, so cute that you're I'm, all starstruck. Yeah. And so I'm standing at the bar and he's like next to me. And I was like, okay, I got to say hi because I'm probably never going to meet him again. And so yeah. I turned and I was like, I'm such a big fan of your music. Aww. And he was like, what? You know who I am? I was like, I yes, love I love that. your music. And then that's how we met um, Nikki because she came yeah. over and started talking to us and we had just started who invited her and rob's not a social media person so he had just created an insta account and tommy and nikki were the first post he ever posted (laughs) was a picture (laughs) with them i love it well you know the great thing about nikki um you know at the live event did you notice that she takes her time and she focuses on you and takes and just gives you all of herself like she's very present and she gives people her time and her she looks right at you and she's just a a beautiful person and she and i connected like right away on straight talk the minute i walked into the studio there i it was like i just saw nikki and i was like i like this girl and you guys have such a good vibe and rapport between the two. Thanks, and you get, you really get to see that on the Daily Smile. Like, oh, you thank really, you. really do. Yeah, thank you for listening, too. Yeah, yeah I love I, that show. I love it. Yeah, and for people thank who you. don't know what it's about, it is literally, she takes a story that'll make you smile. From people that listen to the show, stuff she sees, reads, and she really goes into this. It just makes you feel so good. Yeah, it's <laughs> If great. you need to pick me up, go listen to The Daily Smile. It's yeah. very, very good. Um, <laughs> how has it been on Straight Talk? Like, because we, when we, when you were on last time, you had just started getting into the groove of Straight Talk. So since then, how has the journey been for you now being on the show, like regular and really, really big part of the show? Well, you know, um, let's, let's, you know, I'm now, we're now, it's just like a well-oiled machine. Mm-hmm. You know, I was talking to Ross about this a couple of months ago. Like we just click in and no matter what we're feeling, the minute we click into these Zoom podcasts, the Zoom meetings, or even in, when we were in the studio, um, it just works. There's some kind of magic behind it, but I'm feeling more comfortable. I know my place on the show now um, and I just love it. It's a great step out. You know what I mean? I don't need to, when we're in, when we're doing the show, we don't think about anything that is bothering us in our lives or anything that's stressing us out. So, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm a lot more comfortable now and there's a rhythm now to it beats Mm -hmm. to it. And it's great. I'm just so happy to still be a part of it. 
Yeah, it's a and you guys still do such a freaking good show. And Thank you commit and I the thing I really love what Ross does with Straight Talk and all of you, you take the smallest little maybe mundane things to some people and make mm-hmm. them so exciting. <laughs> like <laughs> like a Domino's on. pizza. Yeah, I was just gonna talk about <laughs> the Domino's pizza Del Taco. Or Del Taco cheeseburger. Exactly. And then the mirror gate was earlier this year. Like, Ooh, that was perilous. That almost murdered me in the dead of night. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes. No, the Del, and with the Del Taco burger thing, it really was so fast. Like Ross said to me when, oh, you should try the Del Taco burger. And then he said it like once on the show and then it like took off. Yeah. Yeah, it did. (laughs) It really did. (laughs) Did you try it? Actually, Rob loves Del Taco, so yes. <laughs> but Del Taco, the cheeseburger. cheeseburger the Del yes. Taco burger. It's like the Del Burger. Or something. I honestly can't tell the difference between any of the other cheeseburgers and that. It all tastes the same to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, really do. I do want to try the, the Ross's Pizza, the feta, with the spinach and the thin crust. Yeah, that sounds delicious to me. Tony, it's so good. Really? And I'm not just saying that, because if it was bad, you know it'd be like, it's awful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but that pizza is really good yeah you know who else i love on the show when she makes a special appearance jackie beat i love isn't jackie beat hilarious yeah she's gonna be in that new movie coming out stage mom which i'm so excited to see um but i love when she's on the show she's she's hilarious well you know i was in new york when it was the time of like uh joey arias and uh uh, lady bunny and jackie beat so i've i have a lot of respect for jackie beat she's Mm -hmm. an original and i think she is so talented and so funny and what i love most about her as is how she's relentless about asking for money (laughs) (laughs) no shame no No shame shame. just signs that, that she holds her venmo up yeah you know, it's like I, she's just, rel- <laughs> she's relentless with it. And I love it. Yeah. I love Jackie. B. Yeah. She's one of my favorites. I've always yeah. like been such a fan of hers and like Lady Bunny, Varley Jean Merman, mm-hmm. all of the, yeah. all of the older Queens. I love them. I love, 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 love them. But I wanted to go back and get, so how, cause I know being in Southern California for us, and we have a lot of friends up in the LA area too, but the fires, it really devastated. Yeah. And you, we got to hear that as fans on your podcast and Ross's. Right. So now, compared to when that happened to now, how has it changed and how are you doing? And all of that, just fill us in because we haven't talked well, to you since then. <laughs> yeah, we, I talked. Yeah, that's right. I yeah. talked to you before the fire. Um, thank you, Tony, for asking about it. Um, the fire was, of course, a huge deal in my life. When it happened, it was devastating. I think I was in shock for three months afterwards trying to process And then after the three months, I really had to make a clear decision to be selfish and selfish in a good way because I needed to get my life back, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I had to only think about myself in the year that followed the fire. And um, I got an apartment, um, which I love and I'm in now. And my automatic pen readings, which maybe we'll talk about um, here today. Yeah, that came to me. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Yeah, And I I need, I want to, say that now I look at the fire as like, I'm so grateful it happened. I think it was really? a gift. Okay. Yeah. At the time I couldn't understand it. It was devastating and I was in shock and all that. But now I look at it like, I call it the grand finale because mm-hmm. I feel like everything needed to burn for me to move 
into a new life. It was like a rebirth in a weird, I look yeah. at it like that now. Like a phoenix and born from the ashes. Yeah. Maybe so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And you know, the night before the fire, I was really unhappy out there. It was a beautiful place to live. Mm-hmm. I lived in a little, I rented a little garage that was converted into like a room and I painted out there and, you know, um, it was my home for 16 years, but I wasn't happy. I was isolated. I was struggling with my artwork and I just, I just wasn't happy. And um, the night before the fire, I remember um, kind of stopping and kind of putting my hands up, you know, and saying, you know, kind of like, it was like a Jesus take the wheel moment. It was like, yeah. you know what universe, I can't figure this out. I'm not happy. I want to move and I don't know how to do this. I don't have the money. I can't figure this out. So I'm, I'm surrendering this to you. And I, I, I could, I felt it from my gut. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I surrendered all of that unhappiness. And the next morning my place burned down. Like wow. I didn't ask for it to burn down, but I was asking to help get me out of that situation. Do you know Lady what I mean? Lady Universe was like, you want a sign? I'm going to give you a sign. <laughs> Lady, <laughs> Lady Universe was like, I'm burning you out, girl. <laughs> you yeah. need a kick so, in the ass. Here's what, here, here. That's right. They, it, Lady Universe kicked me <laughs> in the ass. And like, if I were to do it over again, of course I wouldn't want, I wouldn't yeah. want a fire. Yeah. And I, you know, but I think that everything had to burn, Tony. Like, yeah. isn't that weird? Like, it is. And so now, yeah. And now I'm just like grateful that, that happened and yeah. no one got hurt, you know, no, none of us got hurt. We just lost our homes, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm really grateful for the fire. Really yeah. grateful. And, and for people who, for me. who don't live in Southern California, fires are a regular thing. Like I remember, Oh my gosh. And people in San Diego remember this years and years ago, the city was pretty much on fire. We had fires surrounding the whole right. city. And go, I remember we they shut down work. We all had to go home, stay inside. And there was so much ash in the air. It looked like snow, but like yeah. almost like um, like the end of the world. And there was this right. really scary orange glow throughout the city. It was <laughs> yeah, the scary. If you haven't been through something like that, it is the eeriest it's it's very very weird and and the and the morning of the fire tony i was gonna stay and fight it i was gonna get on my roof with my hose and fight it until my neighbors lauren and james said get out really you know they were like you gotta get out because the fire was coming over the ridge so i had that moment like you talk about in life Mm -hmm. like what would you take if you had to get out of your place because the fire was you know what would you take and I had that moment and like I grabbed a backpack and put like two pairs of underwear, a t-shirt, grabbed my dogs. <laughs> I think my passport and my laptop and I got okay. in my car and I left and everything else burned. But like I drove through embers and things burning and exploding around me and it was very oh intense. God. And how, yeah. um, because like we were talking earlier on your podcast, a lot of the the cast, I would say, was mm-hmm. from that old neighborhood. Do you still keep in touch with them? Like Judy and Lauren, how are they all doing after the fire? I just talked to uh, James, mm-hmm. who was my neighbor who lived across the street, and they were almost done. Built, they had remodeled, uh, built a home, a, a beautiful house, and they were almost done with it. And the fire hit and burned it all down. So they had to start <sighs> over. James and Lauren had to start over. But I have spoken to James through Instagram, and he's doing great. And he's like, come out. I really want to see you. But I've lost contact with everybody else. It's kind of sad because we all kind of went into survival mode, you know? And we went our own ways, and we're all so far apart. And the neighborhood has not been rebuilt, except for Lauren and James. Their home, I mean, they're builders. They built the house up again. But So they're the only ones that are still out there. Everybody else is still, we're still all scattered. Wow. God. Yeah. And that's probably happened to so many, so many people here in SoCal. 
um, with that yeah. went through those fires or even the fires before that or after that because it's like fire season. Fire season's right now, so oh, hopefully we Tony, don't have to go it really that it gives me anxiety. Like I see it on the news no and shit. I get it, it triggers me. You know, and if I can smell it, that really triggers me too. Oh God, I could imagine. Yeah. I could imagine. So since then, you've started doing something that I'm super excited to talk about because I find this absolutely fascinating and for <laughs> people who listen to our show know we talk a lot about the supernatural we talk about claude the ghost that haunts our house um How all fun i know we have a ghost because this one rob decided a few years back on his birthday to pull out pull out the ouija board i was like i'm not doing this i'm going in the room i'm watching beaches leave me alone <laughs> and, and ever since then we have a ghost. Like, our yeah. place is legit haunted. Like, the weirdest stuff. And I'm convinced he is a gay from the 70s. We named him Claude. Mm -hmm. And he, one, hates my artwork. He made it very clear he's not a fan <laughs> of my artwork. <laughs> um, and since quarantine, now that we're here all the time, he's been very active. Like, you guys oh, are in my space. Oh. I'm used to having the house to myself. Tony, yeah. I love a good yeah. haunt and a good ghost. I yeah. love it. And it's never anything um, mean. We never get a mean vibe. It's always, good. he feels like he's checking in and wants us to acknowledge him once in a while. And yeah. like, we've seen him like walk around and like go into different rooms and like put stuff in different places turn on lights, open microwave doors, which I don't know why he does that, um, and other <laughs> random shit, like in oh, the I last year and a so half. Good. It's so bizarre. Yeah. But you have gotten into the automatic pen re writing, mm -hmm. reading. How would, you, how would you describe it, like for people who don't know what it is? Well, it's a, an intuitive um, practice. It's an intuitive ability. So I like to say I'm an intuitive reader, not okay. a psychic reader but an intuitive reader. You know, I did my artwork for years. I painted yeah. portraits of dogs and, you know, I grew up doing my art and that was always my thing. Yeah. And I could never understand, Tony, how I was able to paint. And I paint real realism, like realistic yes. portraits. Yes. And I could never figure out, like, how do I mix the paint to get the right color of the subject? Like, yeah. how do I do that? I could, I could never figure that out. I didn't go to school. I, 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 I'm self-taught. Wow, so okay. I, it was very spiritual. Like sometimes I felt I could let the brush go and it would just paint on its own. Okay. It's a very spiritual thing. So I always had that going on that I could never figure out. And then my mom was really psychic. When I was growing up, my mom was psychic, but it scared her. Really? So yeah, like she could tell when people were going to call like, oh, they're, the phone's oh, going to ring and it is, would ring. That creeps me out, but it fascinates me at the same time. Are you somewhat of a skeptic, Tony? Um, I would say no. I just scare easily. I'm, oh. how would you say, I'm, uh, I like to torture myself with it because I like yeah. to scare myself to death. <laughs> I know I'm going to get scared if I watch a scary movie. I know right. I'm going to get scared with the supernatural, but I can't stay away from it. I love it too much. <laughs> so I, I do it oh, to myself. I scared, torture though. myself. I think it's kind of cute. Yeah, you torture yourself. I do. But yeah, but I feel like you... Um, well, let me just finish with my mom. Yeah. So that growing up with a mom that was psychic was really uh, interesting, but it did scare her. Um, yes. Uh, so then, you know, I ended up doing my art. And then what happened was I started, um, I went through something with a guy. Like I fell in love with this guy and he didn't love me back. And I kind of lost myself and I lost myself bad. Has that ever happened to you? Oh, yes. 
Oh, yes. Like, and you see no, like right when there. you really no. lose yourself. Yes. I'm sorry, Rob. I had to take the joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have. And I, like you, I grew up doing art, too. Like art. But mm-hmm. I, I learned, taught myself from comic books and then went to school. And I did it for a bit. And then I just kind of stopped because it came too money-driven for, for me at the time. Right. Um, yeah. And now I do it as a side thing hobby when I feel I want to do it instead of oh, that's people good. telling me to do it. Right. But I am nowhere on the level of realistic art like you are. For people <laughs> who have not seen Vagsy's Mr. Malone's artwork, it is phenomenal. Like Thank your you, Tony. portraits of animals, I could never get close to doing. It is so um, good. And we well, talked about ca- the last last time you were on the show. Right. Like right. it's it's really, really good. Well you know what? Um thank you. Um, I do think they're good. And I don't, I say that and I'm not full of myself. I'm able to kind of step outside of myself and look mm-hmm. at it like, yeah, I am a good artist, but I, I tell people all the time, I'm an artist that has no interest in art. Really? Like zero. Don't tell me about your cousin. That's good at art. And you want me to meet them. <laughs> I don't care. Don't invite me to an art showing. I'm not going like I have zero interest, interest. in art. You know Why what I mean? It's that? weird. That is so I don't bizarre because you're so good at it. I, I'm. <laughs> so it's weird. so bizarre. Yeah. And when I paint, I don't enjoy it. It comes from a spiritual place. I honor it. I show up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I do it. I love, I do love when I give the painting to the person and they have an emotional reaction. I love that part of it. But as far as painting, I do not enjoy it. Tony, it's hard on my eyes. It's hard on my back. It's not fulfilling for me yeah. at all it's kind of like if you were to doodle and somebody were to go that's really good and you'd go like well it's just a doodle <laughs> that's what you your artwork you're comparing it to a doodle how dare you well, the, it's so the good. feeling no just the yeah. feeling of it and yeah, i don't want to no, come across that. as like not grateful for the gift i am very grateful for the gift i i really am and i i've honored it it just didn't serve me yeah. like my readings are serving me the way that i I've always wanted the feeling the readings give me with my art, but I never got it with my art. How did Does that make the sense? Reading, yeah, it to- I, I completely understand where you're coming from because sometimes mm-hmm. my relationship over the years has changed with art, and sometimes I am exactly in the same mood you're in, and yeah. sometimes I'm not. Um, but how did you get started with the automatic pen writing? Like, how did that start? Because as a fan yeah. of the show. Um, it hasn't always been your thing. It seems like it kind of started in the last year or so that it really right. kicked in. So how did yeah. that begin? I'll never. Yeah, because when I, I just threw it out to Ross one day when we were at the Crystal Shrine, the Crystal you know Shrine. that I could do this, <laughs> and he was like, "What?" Um, but let me go back to the guy that I lost myself over. Yeah. So it was like in the '90s. No, no, early 2000s, and I lost myself over a guy, um, and ended up. Um, going like searching just for answers and trying to figure it out and all that stuff. And I remember going to a bookstore and a book popped off the shelf called like the boyfriend within or something. And I started reading it. It was about this technique like uh, to, to use uh, for yourself. Like you would take, you'd get two pins and pick up one pin and write out a question and put that pin down, pick up the other pin and kind of like quiet your mind and just let the pin write and see what, you know, comes out like, Mm -hmm. It's called automatic pen writing. Yeah. So I didn't know that, but that's that's what this book was all about. So oh. I, I tried it 
I tried it. I went home and tried it and it worked. Tony, it worked. I was like, how bizarre. Yeah. It started giving me beautiful answers to help me get over this guy. And I started using it as a tool to help me through that experience. And it really did help me. And then it started giving me all these other things that I, that I wasn't asking for. Like it just started reading other people and my best friend would get readings. And, and then I was seeing a therapist at the time and she wanted to see it. So I, I did it for her and she sent me to the um, hypnosis center and I did it for them and they diagnosed me as an automatic pen writer. Wow. How, how was that finding out that you can do this? Like I would have been like, Oh my God, I'm a superhero. I need to come up with a superhero name and a costume. Tony, it was so natural because the painting, the when I would paint, that that was very automatic pen writing. Like, you know, as people, as you were just talking about the whole pen writing spirituality, one of the doors in our apartment just slammed shut. See, that's how we're going to talk about that. Yeah, he's here. One of the doors. It's the door right behind us. Oh, was that it? Because I I heard a door slam and I looked at Rob and he's like, (laughs) I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Um, But I just want to say, Tony, that it was very, it's a very natural, it was very natural for me because of the painting and how that worked. So the automatic pen writing makes sense to me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's how does in the it, same ballpark? How does it work? Like, is it is it like because I've been to psychics before and like tarot cards? Is it around the same like the same line of how that works, or is this more you get something from the universe and it comes out through the pen? I feel it. I can mm-hmm. see it. And it comes, it doesn't really come out through the pen as much anymore. I just basically now talk to people. Okay. And every now and then I'll draw something and it'll make sense to the person. But um, yeah, it's very, it just, it's from my, I get a lot of things in my third eye. I do mediumship. Some, you know, a lot of spirits come in, people that have left. Oh, really? Um, come, they come in over my right shoulder and it's always entertaining because some pop right in, some knock, kind of knock or they'll like peek. And it's just a f- more of a feeling. Okay. You know? And yeah. it, it's not like you hear a voice or you see something. It's more of internal, like a feeling like somebody's here. They have something to say. This yes. is what it is. Yes. But I do see things sometimes. I'll see really? lights in the corner of my eye. You know, oh, I'll wow. see that I, a dog was running around here the other morning. I'm like, why is this dog here? Like I could feel a dog running around. Oh, I know this sounds so, all hokey pokey. I love it. But- <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> It's like but sometimes I for can. me. I love this shit. Yes, yeah, so, <laughs> I love that. I sometimes can see see who it is, what they look like. Their per- I d- can describe their personalities. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does it ever? Do you ever get anything that's not positive, like something like a negative energy that comes through? And how do you shut that off from affecting you as the person? Right. As the how would you say like catalyst or the the instrument from that world to this world? Well, I'm really good at turning it off. After a reading, I'm done. Okay. You know what I mean? I and, and I tell people that I'm giving readings to that I won't remember a lot of the reading. I like to step aside and let the divine come through, let spirit come through and do its thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not real. I, I will, I'll remember little bits and pieces of the readings, but not, not a lot of it. Like people will come back and go like, remember when you said this? And I'm like, no, I don't. So I'm really good at after the reading, I just, it just turns off. Like I'm just... You know, but I will, con- <laughs> yeah, but I will get yeah. hits throughout the day. And, really? you know, I will call a friend. Like if something happens, I'll go, oh, this person just popped into my thought. Like this person's like flying around here, you know? Yeah. Do you ever, yeah. um, do you run into skeptics a lot and that try to test you to, to like, 
Yeah, try to test to see if okay. it's legit or not. Remind me of that question. I want to go. I want to answer your other question. Okay. What was it about? Like um, turning it off, but also um, oh, evil, like a negative energy coming negative, through. Yeah. How do you deal with that? Well, I, I I never I don't like to deal with the dark or any mm-hmm. kind of negativity. So I always make a point in my meditation before my readings to come from a place of love and light. So mm-hmm. my readings are that I will get signs and messages about people's health. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'll feel if there's blockage or there's a heaviness or there or something's muddy. So I'll present it like this. Their system is a little muddy or their, their body feels like there's some chaos in it, some anxiety. It'll mm-hmm. never be like anything harsh and negative. It'll come through like that. Like what's going on with this person? You know what I mean? Like, okay. Yeah. 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 Very muddy, chaotic up here, you know? So I don't, yeah, I don't ever, I do sometimes get dark thoughts, things come in, but Mm -hmm. I won't, they don't need to hear it. You know what I mean? I got you. They don't need to hear that kind of stuff. Yeah. And how has the response with the people that you're reading? Like, cause it must be to me, it, it would seem very satisfying to give people this information that maybe they've been waiting to hear for a yeah. very long time. And for them, it may be very emotional. But for you, maybe it's like, this is just war. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Tony, I've cried during readings. I'm right there. I'm very mm-hmm. present within them. So I oh, do get cool. emotional with them sometimes. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, most people do cry in their readings. I had some readings. A girl cried just an hour ago when I was giving a reading. Um, so, yes, I feel like I'm. this is so satisfying to me because I feel like I'm being of service. I feel like I'm giving back. I feel like I'm helping people, you know? And um, it's just beautiful. You know, when I get very, when I get clear messages from people, like I I popped in this, I had this reading the other day. This is just one example. And I was going through my little, my spiel, my opening spiel, like stay open. And, you know, um, I won't remember a lot of this reading. And all of a sudden (laughs) I'm excuse me, but who's Leslie? Who's Leslie? And she's like, she started crying. She's like, oh my God, that's my best friend who just died. And I wanted, this is why I'm getting the reading. Now, why would I get the name Leslie? Yeah. Leslie. Yeah. So it's that stuff like that. So weird. Does that freak you out when that happens? I love that, it. Really? I love it. I would be yeah. like, oh my God, it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know what's interesting? <laughs> it's happening. I know. Well, you know what's interesting too? You know, sometimes people come in and they want to hear from somebody. Yeah. But like, I always, sometimes they get in their own way of letting their spirit, the spirit come to them. Because if you want it too bad, it's not going to come. Like it's best just to be open to messages Mm -hmm. and signs and stuff like that. Instead of looking for them. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So they'll say like, well, why didn't my cat come in? I'm like, well, have you been like really looking for that sign? Cause you're blocking it. You know what I mean? Just wait till it appears. Has, until it happens. Have did you know about this gift from like early age and didn't know what to call it, or was this something that came to you later in life? Well, when I was little, I drew to escape mm-hmm. the chaos that was around me. I would go into my drawings and my paintings, and I taught myself how to draw. So that was kind of a form of it. Do you know what oh, I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I would get really good grades from my teachers and everybody would always say like, you're a good artist. Like how does like a nine-year-old draw like that? Yeah. But that was spirit. You know, that was the first signs of all this, I think. And do you think a lot of this came from your mom since she was, she had the gift too? Oh yeah, absolutely. Wow. I think it can run in the DNA. I think psychic abilities, intuitiveness can, it can be in your DNA. 
Yeah, for sure. I mm-hmm. totally agree with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you get? Do you still even now get stuff from your mom coming in to say hi once in a while? Well, I do, and I want to tell you. Wait, did we have? A, did you ask me the question about uh, skeptics, like how I deal with did skeptics? I, Rob? and Rob's I like, didn't... yes, you get off topic. Did yes. I answer it? I don't remember. Did he? No, he hasn't. But thanks okay. for keeping Tony on track. I know. I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> really Marie. Tony Marie, I tell you all the time. My stay God, focused. So absolutely biblical. My God, I have to be the saying. one to keep coming back too much. And I'm what ninety three, and I'm coming back. And I'm like, right. I'm so, very fascinated by this. So when you're talking, I'm really listening, and I keep forgetting. Like, I love you, Tony. Hey, what were we talking about? Because I'm totally enthralled in this story. I want, I want to tell you that I love skeptics. Let me just say yeah. they're my favorite. My favorite. I love when I get a skeptic. And how do you how do you handle them? Because I do they come in like completely blocked? Nothing you say is going to convince me. How do you turn that around for them? <laughs> well, you know, Tony, it's usually the husband of a wife that I've given a reading to, right? Like a really? straight guy. I've had many of them, and they'll come in. And my wife wanted me to do this, right? Really? And then okay. I'll start the reading, and you see their eyes getting bigger and bigger, and then they're like, <laughs> "How did you know that?" And I'm like, "You are getting a reading." You're like, uh, hello, <laughs> hello, hello. But I love the skeptics because, I mean, the it's like a, 99% of them by the end of the reading are like, oh my gosh, you were so right. And yeah. you know what I mean? I yeah. love skeptics. Yeah. So back to the question of your mom, do you still get yeah. messages from her now? I do. And I have this compact because I'm, I'm at the desk where I give my readings. And so okay. I, this is her compact that she would hold and use every day. And I use this in my readings for mom energies. Like when I pull this, it usually has to do with a mom energy. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so she yeah, helps yeah. me with this kind of stuff. And she is one of my guys to help me tune in. She does help me in spirit with this. So okay. yeah, I do use her. I lean on her. How many guides do you have? And and with somebody who's in, it does this, what are guides for people who may not know? Well, guides, you know, they're, they're, they take all different kinds of forms. Like, I don't, I know I have a guide, but I'm not real clear about who it is or what it is. It just is an energy and it's a feeling. I know yeah. somebody is looking out for me. I know it's my mom. I know she looks out for me and keeps me safe, but I also know and feel an energy. It's just an energy. It's a knowing that you're being taken care of. Haven't you ever had that feeling like somebody's taking care of you or watching out for you? Like you yes. missed you didn't go somewhere and you missed an accident happening or do you know what I mean? Yeah. When I went through my cancer thing a couple years ago, they found, mm-hmm. um, they found it by mistake. And that really convinced me because the way they found it, if they didn't find it, I would be dead by now. Yeah. But they found it by mistake. And I've in the back of my head, I'm like, it's somebody on the other side who was looking out for me right. that made this other thing happen in order for them to find the real problem. And if that that's one thing right. did not happen, I probably wouldn't be here today. Yeah, And that's exactly. always been in the back of my head. And me and Robbie have talked about that. Like, oh, it's, it's somebody was watching out for you. <laughs> yeah. Tony, I love that you're open to all of this. Yeah. I love it. And I love that, you know, sometimes my best friend, she's named her guide. You know, she, oh, really? she a, a, a name came to her. So if you were to stop and really, cle- you know, clear your head mm-hmm. and just be present and meditate for a little bit, you know, you could get a name. You could get more information about your guide. It's yeah. about stopping and paying attention okay. when you're in that feeling or you have that feeling, you yeah. know? And I think Robbie actually 
probably has a little bit of it because he's very intuitive and mm-hmm. always has been, right, Rob? And we've talked How- about this on the show where even when you saw the the psychic back home in Michigan, but he's always had that little that thing. Not, and it's yeah. always not like not like not Mr. Like Malone, <laughs> no. But yeah, every once in a while, yeah. I think everybody kind of does if you stay I open to it, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I sometimes get some in, in intuition that'll pop in once in a while, and I'll just tell Tony, "I think this is going to happen." <laughs> and like, and then it happens. And then it'll happen. And then you just happens. have to be. Open and I make to you brew. Ha ha ha! Get away from me, witch! <laughs> Burn the witch! Right. No, I'm, I'm uh, oh my god! But Robbie, no, you're right. I believe everybody can do it and does it in their own way. But they're okay. just they don't articulate it they don't yeah they don't title it they don't call it anything do you know what i mean yeah it's that part of you that knows if it's right to do or wrong to do or if you should or shouldn't right yeah. exactly exactly yeah and just, um and like i was telling you we want to come up and visit you uh, we were planning on doing it before right before corona hit we wanted to go do go up to la the shrine not tell you we were coming to surprise you <laughs> book a reading that. so it was all like on the fly like none prepared and see oh, what good. happens i love that's that. what we were planning to do and then miss corona and then we're like okay, corona we're like this the will Coca-Rona be over in about hit. a month we'll go we'll go later and i'm like yeah. okay this is dragging on yeah. It, like, <laughs> yeah but you know what oh robbie where are you going my oh, love come going. back my <laughs> angel <laughs> someone um, has to hit know, the buttons <laughs> Wait, can I just ask you a couple yes. more questions? First of all, you could we could do this on a Zoom or FaceTime. I can give you guys. Oh my meetings. god, that would be amazing. Yeah, because I do get some stuff for Tony, and then like you're. I want you to come back because I started to get bumps with you, but like mm-hmm. I, I started bumping with Tony. I call it bumping, like spirits are bumping. Do you know um, what I mean? Yeah. So I have stuff with Tony, but like we can always do it through FaceTime. So yeah, you know, what I'm fascinated you with your ability. I'm curious. Bumping. Um, like there's somebody in spirit that I know is around you and they're bumping to try to come in to mm-hmm. talk to you. Wait, so Robbie, is there somebody, Tony, who's in spirit that you were close to? Uh, my grandparents. I was was it a grandmother? Say, yeah, not a grandmother, grandfather. It's was grandparents. It, did you and your brother spend time together with him? Yes. Very a lot of time, so. right? Yes. <laughs> okay. Growing up, right. yes. Yeah, no, I really like did, yeah, did he, he Go ahead. Did he tinker around with stuff like... Was he a tinkerer or did he spend time in his garage? Yes. He, he, yeah. Yes. My grandfather, a lot of time in the garage, he had his um, boxing ring where he trained me and my brother That's right. when we were younger in the yeah. garage yep. in the boxing training, all of that kind of stuff. When we yeah. were, I, that is so I, can, wow. I can see you there. All right. Well, I'm going to swing the pendulum back over to Robbie because I we can continue this later because I know <laughs> yeah. we don't have a lot of time, but I can see you and your brother there with him. I, it's so, funny you said that because when you're talking about the cancer thing, I said, I think it was your Tata. You always said that. He's <laughs> like, yeah. it's always it, your Tata. He's a, He was the one who was like, I'm going to make this happen. And fix you up. Yeah. And that's <laughs> yeah, what he would have done in real life. He's a tinkerer. So, yeah. When he's he was a tinkerer and yeah, he, he's, come, sure. he's here. He's like, do you mind if I have a seat? So he's here. Now tell me, <laughs> Robbie, Robbie, right? Robbie. Yeah. Um, do, I want you to lean into this ability more. Why don't you lean into this ability? Um, I don't, I don't know. I guess I just don't know how I, it's yeah. just, every, it's just, um, comes a- over me once in a while where um, I'll yeah. get an intuition about something. You're good. You're 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 an intuitive. I can feel it and I can see it, and I, I think you can actually work with people. Oh. See, Robbie. I don't know if yeah. I'm that good. I, no, you know what? I think you could. I think you could start experimenting. I mean, that's what I did. Just do start, it, Rob. Do it. I think you already do it with uh, what's his name again? 
Tony. <laughs> I do it with Tony. <laughs> yes, you do every day. God. Yeah. You should start just playing, experimenting. You know, you playing should. with it. I like, think I do it for your friends. Like, have them sit down, close your eyes, clear your mind, and see what comes to you, and then just tell them. Okay. Try. That, I'll give it a try. I'll you should give it a practice try. more you on you. Give the cast of this show a read. Oh, it could be a whole do episode. <gasps> oh my God, Robbie the psychic. <laughs> <laughs> all spirits come forth. All spirits come forth. <laughs> Robbie the psychic is ready. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so here for it. <laughs> oh my god, oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> I love was... Robbie the Psychic. That's so I cute. I do too. I do too. Robbie the Psychic. <laughs> Can we do that, Rob? You should do a segment for the show. Okay. I would love that. <laughs> I would absolutely adore that. Oh my god, please do it. Can I be the first person he reads? Totally. Yes. I will yes. read your tea. <laughs> your tea. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh my god. That would be amazing, Rob. <laughs> But I I just find it all so fascinating. This whole the automatic pen reading. Anybody who who has a connection to the other side, because I truly believe there is another side, and that there is spirit that walks among us, watches over us, and makes sure like we're okay. That's right. Yeah. We're, you know what, Tony? We're all energy. You think when we die, that energy just goes away? No, wow. it goes into the great all of everything. Yeah. And I do believe in spirit. We can like kind of gather our energy and pull it together to come to somebody in, in, in our essence of who we were. And that's called spirit. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So sometimes when I want to connect with my mother, I'll say like, mom, if you want to, if you're, if you have enough energy, come to me, I want to sign, but I have, I want to ask her, I want to ask her because she may not want to, she may not want to, you know, collect her energy, pull her energy together to come to me. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, definitely. Makes a lot of sense. How yeah. do people, if people are interested in getting a reading from you, uh, Mr. Malone, how do they, how do they do it? How do they get in touch with you? I have a website called automaticpinwriter.com. That's automaticpinwriter.com. <laughs> yes. And you just, you go on the website. There's two options, 30 minutes, uh, an hour, and you can pay through PayPal or Venmo. Um, book your reading, and then you email me, and we'll work work, work out the best day and time for your reading. Yeah. Do you do is that do, easy? Do you do them over Zoom or phone or whatever people prefer? If they want to just do it over phone, can they do it over the phone, or do you yeah, prefer well, to do it over Zoom? I like to do it. My favorite is FaceTime. Okay. If you have an iPhone, because for some reason, Tony, it works so well through FaceTime. Really? Zoom also, Zoom yeah. too, and Skype, it works through. I don't know if it's the elect- electricity of all of this that Am makes it like, yeah, it's like the reception is really clear. I had somebody come to me about two months ago. It was a girl, and she said, I don't know how a reading can take place if I'm not in person with you. Like, I don't see how that can work. Mm-hmm. And I said, it actually works better through FaceTime. Really? That is very interesting than doing mm-hmm. it in person. Yes. Maybe it is the energy between like the electrical energy that yes. maybe heightens the the signal. <laughs> I don't right. know how well, I, it. Look, electricity is a high form of energy. So yeah. that's why spirit is easy. It's easy for spirit to manipulate electricity, right? So if you get a light that blinks, that could be your yeah. grandfather that's visiting you or okay. something like it's very easy. I think, I think for spirits to manipulate elect, uh, electricity. That's why I think the FaceTime and the zoom that all works really yeah. well. Uh, I was Go just going to jump in real oh, quick. Oh, hi, psychic Robin. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about electric energy. 
um, for those of you that are interested, go back and listen to Nikki Boyer's episode yes, on our podcast because into this. as yes. soon as she started talking about her <gasps> podcast, uh, totally Dying for this. Sex, we were talking about, we wondered if her friend, what Molly. She, Molly, what she yeah. thought of the show, show. Um, the finished product. And just then the sound went silent for about 15 seconds. And um, we thought we lost each other, and then it just came right back on. And she's like, "Oh my god, I think that was her telling us, yeah, letting us know she's here." Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So go back. It was a weird moment. Thank you, Psychic Robbie. Thank you, Rob. (laughs) That was really good. Yeah, it was a weird moment with Nikki because the three of us were in this very good discussion about dying for sex, which revolves around her friend Molly and that journey, yeah. which is an amazing, one of my favorite podcasts. And people who know me know I'm a podcast junkie. I listen to over a hundred and some podcasts um, that I subscribe to. But Nikki's Dying for Sex was one of the best that I've ever it's heard. It's so good. It's, it's, I oh. cried at the, the, the last I did too. episode. I cried. Oh my God. I was. This is before quarantine. And I was in the office... Balling my eyeballs. I know. I Wait, now, so Tony, sad. I can't hear you as well. I can't hear you oh, right sorry. now. Some, Can you hear me? There you go. There well, I am. Something electrical. Maybe it's a spirit in the room. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, dying for sex. Ah, uh, and yeah, so no, it's when a beautiful we were podcast. doing that, um, it did. The sound cut out right when we had asked the question. Yeah. I wonder how Molly feels about all this. And then it was that. Isn't and that it was beautiful? Just, yeah, it was. It was just this moment where the three of us were like. <gasps> And like you hold your breath and you're like, yeah, yep, that yeah. was something. Yeah. yeah and, so and, and see, you know, there's a knowing. You know what I yeah. mean? People just don't want to acknowledge it because they go to the literal thinking. They go to their literal minds and they're like, oh, that's not happening. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I saw a light in my peripheral vision. Oh, that's just the flash of the TV. Yeah. No, sometimes it may not be. Or like a That's shadow I mean. and stuff like that. And I also <laughs> I also wonder if all of this haunting stuff that's been happening in our place maybe it is our grandparents coming to say hi and messing with because mm-hmm. i know my granddaddy he would want to be fucking with us just for his shits and giggles oh, i know it yes <laughs> but you know you may have been closer to him but but he was he did he was your grandmother were they really tight did they stay yes. married a long time yes yeah, because they came in together. So and, and then he no, no, stepped my, forward. It's two different grandfathers. One, my grandma's still alive. One, well, no, my other grandmother. They were super. Yeah, close. he's talking about your Tata Armando. Yeah, yeah. The, the one in the garage and like all. all yeah, no, they were super close for a very, yeah. very, very long time, and they both yeah. passed away around the same time too. Right. Well, they're yeah. together, but he's he stepped up. Okay, that, to, yeah. to, to give and me he that would visual be the of you. one who wore both grandparents. Yeah, I actually wore. liked him. I actually like yeah, him. He's real he strong. A, he was a tough old man. <laughs> All spirits come forth. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I am a nut. I know you are, and I you love know, I it. Really That's the other thing we say all the time. You're oh, a nut. Yeah, nut. That's the other <laughs> nut. What is the um, Tina Turner one that you do on st- <laughs> nut, nut nut bush? Nut bush. <laughs> I started no, going that's new. That's the other one. Oh, yeah. I am a nut. You gotta say it like that. A nut. <laughs> oh wait, I don't know why that makes me laugh so hard. Even when Rob does it, I'm just like, it'll get me. It'll get me the giggles. For oh, sure. I love that. I like when on the podcast I'll go like, I mean, because I do step outside of myself and channel whatever this is that comes through. Yeah. When I go, oh, just too much. Like, I don't know where that comes from. I, I mean, I know where it came from right now, but when I'm in the moment, like it yeah. literally, it's, cha- it's I'm become someone else. I don't know yeah. who it is. 
<laughs> but I love I love straight talk. For people who don't listen, they need to be listening. It's such a yeah. good show. And Ross does such a great job. And it's really funny. We've yeah. pretty much had all of you guys on except for Ross. It's the only one we have. Oh, you gotta on. have Ross on. I know. He would <laughs> no, I'd Tony. be too nervous. I'd probably shit my pants. No, no I you wouldn't. Been. Well, yeah, technically, he was on the show for a few minutes at DragCon. Oh, did, yeah, I interviewed did, him at DragCon. Oh, yeah, he did come over and that. wanted to chat with us. Because oh, I, I was talking to Mark for a, a, a while and mm-hmm. talking about when he did his podcast with um, Josh Wolf, who I uh, love. Um, mm-hmm. When they did He Said, He Said, and I was talking to Mark, and Mark was like, oh, okay, so you're like a legit fan. Like, you've listened right. to us from day yeah, one. Yeah, you go way back. Yeah. And so he he had us um, he worked it out so we can do a really quick interview with Ross while we were at Drycon covering. Oh, that's Drycon. nice. Yeah. And Ross was um, great. He was so sweet. Yeah, so, so he's sweet. wonderful. I mean, he does terrorize me though, you know. But <laughs> I um, love it. I love Princess d- Angry and <laughs> Princess. No, Dipshit. he's very. It's very much elder abuse with him, <laughs> with me. We have a very combative relationship, but there is a lot of love there. Yeah, yeah, you know. And I, I just, I want there to be a TV show where it's like a sitcom, like almost Golden Girls, but it's yeah. you and Ross, like living in a nurse home, <laughs> nursing home together, terrorizing. Oh my gosh! Can you imagine that show? People. That would be oh amazing. God. I it would watch be- that religiously. Oh my god! I'd be throwing things at him. He would be so abusive to me. And then there's you know, like a story, a love storyline with one of the attendants there that you both fight over. <laughs> That's hilarious. You know, wait, real quick, back to Josh Wolf. Yes. He was just on the, this last episode yeah. of Straight Talk, yeah. and we're going to be on his podcast on Tuesday live on what is it called? Controlled Chaos or it's something? He chaos, does yeah. live on yeah. YouTube. So yeah. the, all of us, the cast of Straight Talk, yeah. will be on that show on Tuesday live. On Tuesday, so. what time? Do you know what time it's at? I forget. I think it's. Like I think seven o'clock. Seven. Yeah. Seven p.m. Pacific Standard Time. He is so funny to me. I've been a fan of Josh Woods for so long. He's he's one yeah. of the funniest comedians that I I I truly love. Like his work, he's so good. Yeah, but I love everything you do. <laughs> you know this. I've been a fan uh, for a long Tony, time. <laughs> you are a living doll. <laughs> and one more time, how do people get readings for you? Because I encourage everybody who listens to our show, look at Mr. Malone, Thanks, go Tony. get a reading. How do Thank people you. do this? Give them a, um, give go to automaticpinwriter.com. Automatic pin writer. And you can follow me on social media at Fagsy Malone and you can come through my DMs, but it's better if you email me through the website. Cause if yeah. they come through a DM on Instagram, I just, they'll get lost in the shuffle there. I don't really check it that often. And yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And you guys can watch Mr. Malone on straight talk with Ross Matthews. Oh, good yeah, time. You guys do it every week still, right? You know what we do? And I have to hand it to Ross for being so consistent with it that's pretty he's pretty like you know what i mean every week we do it like it's easy to go like oh i don't feel like doing it but he does it we do it every week yeah and you know there's no one that really makes me laugh as much as ross like ross you know those little things he says like they are so crack me up the puns (laughs) but there's a lot of little puns that you can miss he's always saying something funny that you know what i mean under his breath like he'll say stuff so funny and i love that he drops in a lot of stuff that only straight talkers will know throughout the episode (laughs) if you're like a real listener that's listened to day one he drops a lot of stuff that only real true 
straight talkers yeah. want to know, and I love well, they that. go over my head too. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm like, what? what? <laughs> but I always tell people too, like, you know, they'll say, like, I want to listen to the podcast you're on with Ross. I'm like, well, give it some time. Because if you just pop on, you start listening, you may not get it because yeah. there's a lot of inside jokes and stuff like that. But if you hang in there long enough, you'll click in. And yeah. once you click in, then you're like a bona fide fan. Like you're like a straight talker and like you're yeah. in it. You and know? all of you do such a great job of making us fans feel part of the experience with you guys. Like part well, of the yeah. family. Oh, thank you. I love you that guys you, do you a get really that. good job with that. Everybody yeah. on the show does. And I love well, it. Well, you know, we're all here together. We're all the same. Like, yeah. um, you know, the listeners are everything. <laughs> the listeners are what that they what matter the most. Yes, you know? they are. I yes, they you, they truly are. Let me ask you something. Do you sure. like the my segment Freaky Fagsy? I love Freaky Fagsy because I'm always <laughs> waiting for the dirty shit. And you're the only one who brings like Well, the you know, I got a lot of slack. I from love that. it. I love it. You what? You know, I started. Uh, people didn't like it because they thought it was filthy. They thought I was I bringing filth it. to the show, and I'm like, wait, number one, I'm not. I'm just the messenger here. This segment is about inclusion, mm -hmm. acceptance, and for people to not feel like they're a freak if they tend to like something yeah. that's out of the ordinary. It's a very inclusive segment. But I started getting some negative feedback when I first started it because they thought it was filthy and I oh, was God, filthy no. and I was dirty. And I'm like, no, no, this is all about accepting everybody for what they do. Like, it doesn't matter what you do. If you're safe and it's consensual, then what's wrong with that? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's it life. People are doing this. So, so yeah. And I'm not the one coming up with it. No. The <laughs> listeners are sending me the stories. Exactly. <laughs> I have to say, um, your segment and the blackness are my two favorite. I used to tell oh. CJ this, like, now that he's doing Can We Kick It, which we talk a lot about on our show. Yeah, Can good. We Kick It is, and what CJ and Paris do with that show is amazing. And yeah. I'm so glad he has a platform for his voice that he yeah. can can really explore things he talks about on the blackness on Straight Talk. You can hear it on Can We Kick It. Isn't he just a hunk of love? Yeah, and he was so sweet when he was on our show. Like he's one of the so best people. sweet. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's all really, of you really guys sweet. are. Every, all of you, so, such cool people. Oh, and I'm so thanks, glad Tony. you came back on our show to catch Anytime. up with us. <laughs> you know, I just love you so much. And now, psychic Rob, Robbie, I just. It's just so good. <laughs> you got to come back on and be the first reading Rob does. That would be so much fun. <gasps> oh, my fun. God. Please, please, Tony, let me do that. Let yeah, me sit Robbie? there and have Robbie read me. I would love it. Okay. Would that make you nervous, Robbie? Probably, but who cares? <laughs> He'll get past it. <laughs> yeah, he will. I think it'd be fascinating. I would love it. I would love it. <laughs> I think that Robbie should do this. I, I think it too. should be psychic Robbie, and he maybe should think about doing it in drag. <gasps> He makes an ugly oh, drag queen, trust me. That's I've what would it. make yeah, it good. <laughs> he looks like Susan Powers. Do you remember Susan Powers? Susan uh, Powder? Pow is that who she was? Susan that Powder the, the Exercise? Yes. yes. Oh, stop. The I miss her. I was obsessed I with her. When me and Rob first started dating, we did Halloween, and he got really, really drunk, and I put him in drag <laughs> for this, right? And mind you, this was maybe a couple weeks into us dating. He got really wasted, passed yeah. out in my house, threw up all over the place, <gasps> and he was still in drag, but he had really short, spiky, blonde hair at the time, uh -huh. and he looked exactly like Susan Powers. Oh my God, how cute, how okay. fun. But and I also had a wig cap on and then passed out face down in front of the toilet for the <laughs> And what, what costume were you wearing? Was 
Is it the the it what is the beer Stein girl? Oktoberfest girl. Yeah. Oh, like Did a little Heidi, Saint, like a little like yes. Swiss Alps girl. Like a Saint How Pauli cute. girl. Yeah. And then I left him there, took his best friend Holly, and we went and got burritos while he was passed. Oh my god. <laughs> That's hilarious. Psychic Robbie has a past. Yes, he has a he has a long past. <laughs> oh, I love you guys. I'm so glad you came back on the show today, Fags. I love having Any, you on. Anytime. And thank you, Tony, for having me back. But Absolutely. Please, please, can we do that with a Psychic I, Robbie? I really, I will this. drive down. Well, we can't do it in quarantine. I know, but I wish we could do it. Why all don't we wait till then? Yeah. Till this is all over with, I can maybe oh, come back and sit so, there. Yes. And then have a psychic Robbie read. Yes, that would be what if he's like, just reads me like, you girl, you are. <laughs> That's your reading. <laughs> That's a reading. That's yeah. your reading. I know. I know. You're like, I need therapy. Uh, <laughs> like, stack. Get me into a therapist. <laughs> now, it might be slightly cheating because I listen to gay, 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 gay podcasts. True, true. So, you know, you already know a lot of, a lot about Mr. Malone. So. I love it. I love oh, it. my God. It's been an absolute joy. And one more time for the people in the back, how do they find you, Fagsy? How do they get reading? Oh, thank you, Tony. Automaticpinwriter.com. There you go. And you guys, you I can sounded listen. like a news anchor. I know you did. <laughs> What's the weather going to be like, Tina? What's the weather? What's the weather, <laughs> Tina? I'm throwing to you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you can follow the podcast on Instagram. We are who invited her underscore podcast on Instagram. We are who invited her SD on Facebook and Twitter. We love hearing from you guys. You can email us at the gang at who invited her dot net. Um, the crew will be back next week. We will, we, you will get a fill in on all their adventures they've been up to this weekend. Also, I want to meet the crew. There are a lot. Okay. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. no, no. Yes, you you have to. <laughs> Next time when we do the psychic Robbie and Fagsy episode, yeah. you got it. We'll have the whole crew. And then we'll be the peanut gallery yes. while this happens. Yeah, no, I love it. <laughs> the, the the title of that at your episode, it should be called um Psychic Robbie Reads Fagsy. There, yes, there you go. Make a note, Rob. <laughs> I've got this to, I'm gonna I know he's note. like <laughs> <laughs> it's my time to shine. I'll be reading my I'll be reading my books from the uh, gem store. So oh, I love it. I love it. Your mold the device. crystals and all the spiritual artifacts. There you go. <laughs> so my friend Susan, if you're watching, we're going to take a trip to the store. Oh yeah, his friend Susan's <laughs> all into that stuff. Which yeah, I and Tony, uh, seriously, if you want to continue your reading, you know I'm here, like because your grandfather did come in yes. with your grandmother. They had a beautiful, Ooh, interesting. They had a that beautiful connection. Um, you, what was I going to say? Fe, um, our other show, my other show, Film Springa, everybody, you can watch that Thursday nights, 8 o'clock on YouTube. It is me and my friend Bryn. We are misfit movie buffs, and we get our ex-evangelical Christian friend <laughs> and expose her to movies she's never seen before. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so you can watch that's Film good. Springa every Thursday at 8 o'clock. It's like Rum Springa, but not so yamish. <laughs> Just with cocktails. (laughs) Um, And this week's movie, our very first movie review is Mommy Dearest. One of my favorite movies. Yeah. She's never seen Mommy Dearest. Never seen Mommy Dearest? Ever. And she's she's 38. Never seen Mommy Dearest. And me and Bryn, my other friend, love this movie. It has a very 
emotional connection for both of us. So we get to watch it from a very nostalgic point of view. She gets to watch our friend Lena watches it from a very yes. virgin eyes. And then we Understood. talk about the film and see if it still holds up after all these years. Oh my, it still does. Well, it well, does. Quickly, there's not one scene in that movie that's bad. No. Every scene no. is good. I know, and I'm so excited for our friend Lena to watch it for the very first time. She's never she's never seen anything about it. Never seen any clips, nothing. All she had to go on was the movie poster where it's all white and just the red <laughs> lips and like all of that and the yeah. name of the movie. That was it. That's all. You know, and she kept saying it's about Joan Collins. And we're like, "Yep, yeah, that's what it is. That's Joan funny. Collins." Oh my gosh, Tony. You know, I saw Mommy Dearest in the movie theater with my friends in like 1982 or something whenever it came out. I saw it in the theater and we the theater it was so much fun to see it with an audience. Yeah, I bet. Like we were laughing so hard and it was a new movie and we were yeah. laughing and quoting it like in oh, the moment. So like good. it was so it's funny. So good. Yes. I Jesus love Jesus Christ. And the little girl and the little Christina, <laughs> Christina goes, "Jesus Christ." And I love how unappealing she is. She's so uncharismatic. You almost want her to beat her up. Do you love how? <laughs> I don't mean that in a literal. That's just about the movie. But you know what I mean? Yes. Do you love how Christina, the little actress, never ages through the first half of the movie? But no, Christian, never. the brother, does. But she yes. never does. But her so wig weird. ages. Her exactly. wig ages. And let me tell you, that's what makes her unappealing. And that's why when yeah. the, the wire hangers come out, I'm like, why doesn't she take that wire hanger and hit that wig and knock it off? That's a terrible <laughs> wig. <laughs> it's very so unappealing true. that christina the actress it is yes yes you're so right <laughs> oh my god Mike, you make me laugh so hard. i, love, I love you tony <laughs> thank you so much again for coming on the show again you're so welcome i love it and you guys we will see you next week but today i'm gonna leave you with my band pick of the week this is a singer i am obsessed with and the song it's sia's Together, you guys go listen to the song. I love it. It makes me feel good, and it's my current jam. So we're gonna leave you with that. Bye, Fagsy. Thank you so much, Mr. Malone. And we will see everybody next week. Bye. Bye.